girl, Debbie Deb. We are here back for another episode of Oliver Happy Hour. And we're just, we just wanted to bring you guys in with some good old gospel Christmas music. That was one of my faves by Kirk Franklin and family. (laughs) 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 I don't even know that. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so we are here again for another episode. I'm here with my lovely siblings. I have my sister to my left, Daisy O. Daisy O, always ready for the show. And my lovely brother, Darren Darren. Hey, everybody. All right, y'all. So we have, we're just going to go right into... um, the question of the month. And the question is, what is your label? And do you need one these days to fit in? So, Darren, Daisy, what is your label? And do you feel like you need one to fit in with society? Um... I never said I had a label. Mm-hmm. I've always told anyone that's asked me, especially about my sexuality, that I don't have a label. Hmm. I like who I like, when I like them, whatever form they come in, male mm-hmm. or female. Mm-hmm. I've never been attracted to a trans person, but I wouldn't put that outside of it. Mm-hmm. I am married now to a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say the only identities that I have are related to who I am as a person. My, I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am a um, aunt. aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an aunt. I am a professional in higher education. I am a lot of different things, but I don't think those labels actually define who I am as myself, as Daisy, Justine, Oliver. I've never had a real label. And anyone who's ever tried to put me in a box, I really, I quickly cut them, mm-hmm. like I shut it down mm-hmm. immediately. And I think that that's very <laughs> difficult for people that may not understand that like, you can't put me in a box. I'm not, yeah. and, and I'm an out of the box kind of person. So labels don't really, I mean. They don't I matter to you. They don't matter to me, no, no. Got it. All right, Darren. What is your label? Um, yeah, yeah. My labels, because uh, usually when I think of labels, I think of uh, political labels, right? Are you a conservative? Are you a liberal? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think very early on, I, I found comfort in just saying, hey, I'm progressive. You okay. know, I feel like society needs to change as society adapts. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, I don't need laws from 300 years ago mm-hmm. when it's like, you know, when people wore different types of cloth Mm -hmm. and it was so important to wear different types of cloth, should we wear denim now? (laughs) You know, hey, you you wear nylon, you know, you wear all spandex, spanks, all these different kinds of stuff. Why am I going to abide by those arcane rules for stuff that it didn't exist, you know? So stuff has to adapt, you know, we have to adapt to things. So, yeah, I I definitely have used the the term um, um, progressive, 
But yeah, am I, am I a black male? Yeah, yeah, sure, I'm a black, a, a black male, and um, yeah, I choose the term black because I know we don't, we can't go around and just talk about, you know, heritage. I was just traveling abroad, right? Mm-hmm. It was just fascinating, you know, I'm going with, with, with my buddy JJ. JJ is Haitian, American, right? So okay. he's telling everybody, oh, I, I'm Haitian American. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. What do I say? I'm black American. I'm black. I'm just black. I'm just black. You know, because yeah. it's just even so much, you know, what? How Afrocentric are we really in, in right. America? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, all that stuff was ripped and stripped from us. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm a black person who, who lives in America. You know, okay. Who, you know, so, yeah. I guess those are some labels. That's good. Well, for myself... I never uh, really thought that it mattered, um, like, for me to fit in as far as, like, me having a label. Um, but, like Darren said, I'm, I'm a black woman. Um, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a friend. Um, I would like to add, you know, to those things like becoming a wife ah, or yeah. mother um <laughs> but yeah i would say those are the things those are the labels that i would identify with um but it was never like a necessity for me to feel like i was i fit like i would fit into society like Buck y'all, I'm moving to the own beat of my drum, okay? I don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> what you try to label me as, I know who I am. I am a child of God as well. So, um, yeah. I don't think any of us um, have done anything or, you know, worried about labels to mm-hmm. fit in. Like, mm-hmm. All of us, like Daisy said something earlier, like we're all weird, like in our <laughs> own way. <laughs> in our own way. <laughs> Not that that has to be a bad thing, but you know, yeah. So that's that. Um, and I hope the listeners out there, um, I hope you guys don't feel like you have to have a specific label to fit into society, um, but. So we're going to move on to um, high schoolers and sexual label labels introduced in high school. So what's that about? I mean, or even earlier. I yes. would say like elementary. Remember, remember we told you <laughs> Remember we told you about that story about the little girl who when I'm playing softball comes oh, up to right, Mary. Right, right, right. And then Mary described her, that this yes. is my wife Daisy. Yes. And then she was like, oh, Liz. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so she knows what lesbians are. But then she was also like, well, I don't want to tell my dad because he doesn't really know that I'm also mm-hmm. into girls. Yeah. And, like, that's a whole thing. Like, younger children are just becoming more aware of the language. Yes. And she's what? Like, in fourth, fifth grade? Mm-hmm. She's, like, in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, she's very young. And yes. honestly, like, I don't think we were introduced to those titles in no. elementary school, no, maybe no. in middle school. I don't know. We weren't. Maybe. But is there pressure behind it? I think that was our question. Is there 
pressure, pressure to have a label. Nowadays, I feel like nowadays with the kids, like you said, they they are being introduced to the term the terminology of you know these labels and what they mean. Like they're they're more exposed to it, so I feel like yeah, it does. I mean, well, well go ahead, Devin. Finish. No, go ahead. Well, I, for me, I do think that it, it is talked about more as a topic in schools at mm-hmm. a very much earlier age, and they're having open dialogue about it. Yeah. And I, I, I think the origin of it is, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good idea in order to, to make sure that those little gay boys and girls are, are lesbian or, or other queer mm-hmm. young, young, young students, mm-hmm. that they don't feel ostracized. Right, yeah. yeah. However... For me, and this is the and, I shouldn't say however, it's the and, mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be a central focus. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it can suck up the whole conversation. Yes. Uh, uh, and now you, you have to, you know, okay, like, young girl, uh, yeah, I understand, like, that's a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. In old society, it's a big thing, right, to like, oh, I have to come to out, out to my parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, honestly, I, I mean... Honestly, what I, I've never had a coming out story to, to tell uh, uh, to our parents, so it's like, no, what what do I know about it? First of all, let me just make that level setting for for one, because I never had to endure that. Mm-hmm. However, one would like to think that today it's a lot e- well, it's more easier than it was twenty twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, because I do feel like parents are more accepting and mm-hmm. it's easier to have that conversation nowadays. Yeah. However, or and I don't think that identity should just rely on on that, you know. Those yeah. girls for uh, in fourth grade, it's just like okay, well yeah, I mean I guess that is the kind of age where you start start to to like other other right. people. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is, you know, something natural, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, for her that's just coming up. Yeah. You know, um however, I do feel like almost that Gen Zers or just younger generations, it's it's a stronger focus on the label and the associated identity mm-hmm. and the associated culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that even goes into more in that, like, what cultural identity do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, because if there's nothing else to rely on, then, yeah, that is all you have is your, your label. Yeah. Right. That's right. the only place that you can try and build any kind of culture, <laughs> especially if you come from a bland culture. That you don't uh, want to associate yeah. with. I mean, by the way, this little girl is Caucasian. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like it was something that she wanted to share. She didn't share it with me. She shared it with my wife, who's also somebody who she could relate to that's mm-hmm. also self-identified in the Caucasian culture. Italian. Mary doesn't really claim the just Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She's Italian. Yeah, she's but Italian. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, she's also, her families were also immigrants into America. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, really, really interesting, I think, in our society nowadays, the pressure on younger generations. And I'm like, yeah. well, focus on some other identifiers about yourself. Exactly. Are you it a good person? Right. Are you compassionate? Do you have empathy? Mm-hmm. Do you care about others? Are you kind? Are you generous? There are so many other labels that right. I think... That could, be focused, that could on. be focused on, yeah. yeah. Instead of like your sexuality, your sexual label. Because yeah, but that's. But I mean, at the same time, society has made it like something that is frowned upon when it comes to 
young children. Yeah, young there's children learning about it. Learning about it, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going to be faced with that type of, you know, conversation. Whether it's with an adult or whether it's with their peers. Well, I so. also wanted to bring up something because labels also have to do with culture and cultural identity mm-hmm. and learning about what other cultures experienced in life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of conversations now that are especially politicized about what children should be learning in elementary school, middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. So much so to the point where like these parent organizations have went against the school districts and voted against certain books Mm -hmm. being allowed in the classroom. Certain information being allowed in the seventh or eighth grade sexual or health class. Which I do believe in health class, you should learn. You should be talking about Sexual, sexual orientation. orientation. Yes. That is definitely a huge, I think, part of our society. And if you as a parent do not want to expose your child to that, by all means, you could pull them out of that class. Or you can tell the school, I don't want my child But make to be sure in this you're class. still having that conversation with your child. Thank though. you, Devin. Thank you. That's don't the part. just pull them out and say, No, I don't want them to know about this right now. Like I mean, so when is the right time? Especially if they asking questions. Especially if they have kids around them that are <laughs> saying things that they don't understand. Eventually, the conversation has to be had. Right. Personally, if I was a parent and my child, I probably would want to speak to the teacher and get like the curriculum to see what right. what is go- is gonna be you know taught. And if I agree with it, then I'll go ahead and let you know them participate but if it's something that's like crazy which i don't think it would be crazy but <laughs> right, um, right then i will be like okay no i will um have this conversation with my child and they don't have to you know participate in the class and that's like that. your prerogative yes. as a parent but it's the cultural things for me which are also a label which is also a label i'm a black male i'm a black female i'm a black woman identified in america mm-hmm. These are all a part of our culture. And maybe it's not Afrocentric, mm-hmm. but being black is definitely a part of my lived experience yes. every single day. Mm-hmm. It's and also being a woman. Yes. So why shouldn't why shouldn't our children learn about these different identifiers or labels? Mm-hmm. Not only relating to sexuality, but culture as well. Because when I tell you guys I listen to the news every morning, CNN. There's just certain things where I'm like, why would you pull this book out of your high school? It's a really good book. Like, because they got an opportunity. I mean, look, the the problem is, is that everything is not in equilibrium. It's not. Mm. Let's be honest. There are some zany teachers out there who are having inappropriate conversations that aren't age appropriate. Yes. True. For the classroom, you know, for the the students that they have. And some things we do got to think of is like whether or not it's age appropriate or not. Just because it's a social justice topic, we might not want to tell our first graders about the fact that, 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 you know, (laughs) that in the Atlantic slave trade, women were raped on the ships. Now, we might not want to say that to a first grader, but hey, a 12th grader should know that. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, by 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 12th grade, you know, really by like eighth grade. Because you're able to understand. You're able to understand. You you should understand uh, uh, or you should be be informed of uh, of those things. Now, uh, I think we're, you know, just to speak about culture again. 
is that <clears throat> when there is no other culture for you to try to have pride in as well, then what are you going to go to? Mm-hmm. You're going to go to either something that you might be curious about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you might go to something that that, that interests you more. Yeah, or something right. that is rebellious. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's different. And different mm-hmm. feels good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an Aquarius, right? We always like to be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with, with that said, you know, for many Caucasians out there, what culture do they have, if, if told the real truth, what culture do they have to have pride in? It's very little. And, it's, and, and honestly, I, I do feel empathetic towards them because for many of them, yeah, it isn't their fault that their ancestors weren't shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that their ancestors were up here uh, uh, slaving and raping. Yeah. That their ancestors yeah. were, were, were killing probably the, the, the black business owners in town, killing them, hanging them in the town square. And the next day, they act like they just found the fucking business just because they walked in and took o- took it over. Mm-hmm. And that has happened dozens and dozens of times, yes. if not hundreds. I'm sure let's it's talk, hundreds. And let's not talk about Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Native Americans too. The same, the same thing. And so right. that history is something hard to reckon with. It's much easier to try yeah. and find some new label to try and be the part of. Right. Maybe you could have pride in that because certainly one would have questions about that pride. And then that's where you have people who, and I think this is the point that I was trying to get to, because their equilibrium is off, it gives opportunity for these wing nuts who want to be protective of that history <laughs> because they still have some kind of pride in it. They don't give a damn that their ancestors were slaving and raping. They, no. They're the descendant of the Johnson & Johnson empire. Look at all the property. Look at all the wealth. Look at all the things that they that they were told that they should be prideful of, right? right. So now it's it's, it's like it, you know it, it, it's it, it's 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 that weird situation where it's like you 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 don't you may or may not have atonement, yeah. you know, uh, uh, for what you or your ancestors did. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think I, hopefully I, I, did I make my point. Yeah, Darren, yeah. I think I mean, I think you definitely made your point and I think that culture, sexuality, um, all these different labels and there's plenty other ones that we didn't that we probably are not even touching on today, but I do think that like being age appropriate is really important. Yes. Understanding the age of your child and what information they can handle and what they can't handle. Mm-hmm. But those are conversations I think families individually have to have. And if they're not willing to have those conversations, just let the school system do their job. I think culture is a part of our history and everybody should be exposed to it. And there, there is nothing like going to college. And this is a, this is a true experience because we haven't even talked about spiritual or religious mm-hmm. identity, mm. but there's nothing like going to college and being like, Oh my gosh, my family never talked to me about this stuff. Right. My family, my community never exposed me to these things. Mm-hmm. I was never exposed to black people. Yeah. In my whole life. And then seeing a black person and wanting to touch their hair because you're so curious, not knowing that's not okay. Right. Yeah. So to me, like labels play out a certain kind of way in society. Yes. And we do have to do our due diligence with children, just raising them to be exposed and exposure, education, knowledge, information that that is something you can never take away from anybody. 
And I do think people who are ignorant are just don't want <laughs> to learn. Want to keep right? Want to keep the labels that they have established for security? Mm-hmm. I think that they're a detriment. They're the ones that are like bringing down society. Yes, and absolutely. Religious identity. Let's talk about that. Oh, oh yeah, Lord. You know I am an evangelical. You know, <laughs> not evangelical. evangelical. Jesus, why Jesus? I cannot. Died. Did you say white Jesus? Not white Jesus. Jesus. Died at the intersection of capitalism and patriotism. <laughs> That's the cross right there. The crossroads right there. Patriotism. And it's crazy that people really like people really believe that. Like they really have that mindset. That like what you were just saying. <laughs> like, what the heck? I don't <laughs> I don't understand it. Okay. Well, they use religion to justify they're wrong, their behavior. Well, I mean, but but look, religion is always... I mean, that's why just the organized part of religion is, is very toxic. It is. I mean, the organized form, yes. It, it was able to spread Christianity, uh, Christianity uh, through the Dark Ages. Yes. However, how long did it take until the priests start doing indulgences? Right? Mm-hmm. Until they, again, turn the temple into a marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Remember how long did it take until Martin Luther had to say to the organized Christian, the, the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. right? Say mm-hmm. founded by the disciples, Saint Peter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther had to come up there and and right. But Martin Luther himself was the issue. <laughs> was what was nothing but a slave trader, slave dealer. Didn't like black people, and it's just like so. It's so interesting. Yeah. And, and how flawed people can be, yet yes. they could have a prophetic message. Yeah. However, is it the message for everybody? I mean, and I think it's just like that's where you really try, have to read the Gospels and you have to really read what the words of Jesus the Christ actually said. Yeah. And whether or not you believe them or not or mm-hmm. are, are taking heed to them. Right, you know? right. Because that yeah. is a large part of people's labels are identity mm-hmm. and they use it to justify their perception of others or their judgment on others. Mm -hmm. But if you really listen to Jesus, which I think I'm really open-minded about my religion. I'm like, there is value in Buddhism. There's value in Taoism, Taoism, Muslim. There's value in Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism. Like, there's value there because God, to me, which I am very spiritual. I do believe that is one of my labels is spiritual. Mm-hmm. I believe that who am I to say that there's no value in all these other religions? I don't right. understand it because that's not what I grew up with. I can right. read about it. I can learn about it. I believe in it because I know that there's some truth to it because that's that society's lived experience. But for me, that's it's just, you know, I accept Christianity. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I know that that's real to me. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And that is one of my identifiers, but I don't use it to judge others. I think right. that's when that's when it becomes like really detrimental yes. as a label or as an identity. No to religion is better than the other. I feel like all religions have like a sacrificial lamb or something. Like that. <laughs> that's true. And, and there's one God. 
mm-hmm. but there's different cultures who practice different practices um, and have different rituals and it's not for Christians to frown upon Muslims or Muslims to frown upon Buddhists. It's, it's you know, we in the end, I feel like we all serve the same God. It's just we each religion has different practices. That's how I look at it. Yeah, they do, but you can't catch me messing with no damn Satanist. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> you mean atheist? <laughs> no, I said a Satanist. You said a Satanist. That is a religion. Know, that is a religion. No, there was a school in Virginia. There was a school in Virginia because of freedom you. of religion. Oh, There's no. a school in Virginia, an elementary school, where they're having Satanists come oh in and do gosh. a presentation. And there's really? not a damn thing anybody can do about it because it's freedom of religion. Hey, you gotta have it open. If if other groups can do it, then hey, it's the same. That is well, you know what, and hey. that's when I go into you gotta raise a child in and your household yes. to know what okay. to believe and what not what to believe. not to believe. Don't be easily persuaded. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. And, and the thing is, is that at a certain age, you are easily persuaded. You, yes, the ten year old that we talked about last time, easily persuaded by the devil. Yes, to shoot his mama in the face. That's, Goodness gracious, you know, that's not right. Hey, I just saw I just saw D.O. Hughley just posted something of some guy in I think it was in New Orleans. He got picked up by his Uber driver, and then when she delivered him to his hotel, then he stabbed her. (gasps) Stabbed her multiple times, and then he pulled out his phone and he posted it on Facebook of her dying. Oh my gosh! Uber driver? Yeah, he killed the he killed his Uber driver. For what? Just because he woke up that morning and he wanted to do it. I'm telling you, some of these people are, are, are possessed. They're walking around demon-possessed. Yeah, for re- demon I was possessed. just talking to my Wait, co-worker about this. Uber in the car while she was driving? Yes. She delivered she him did. to his destination. Yes. And then he stabbed her. And then he pulled out his phone and he recorded it to put on Facebook. Did, was, while she was arrested? Dying. Yes, he's been arrested. They, they, oh they, they him found in jail him, for life. They found him with the Uber driver's phone. Because he had finished a trip. He logged in. He still had it. And he was in the, the travel lodge hotel. People are really walking around possessed, for real. I was just talking to my coworker about this. Like, what is wrong Watch with out, people? Yeah. People are really demon possessed. Okay? That's why you got to plead the blood of Jesus. Okay, Lord. Plead the Jesus blood of Jesus. Protect. Play some Christmas music, Darren. Oh, I can't. Like, I want to listen to that some more. That is crazy. But I don't want to get on. Franklin, I don't want to get no damn um, Mariah Carey something. Like, uh, oh God, this is. Oh, I wonder I, I, if. I didn't mean to, to, to. I wonder if the like Uber drivers now are like fearing for their lives. Well, this is just recent. Just recently. Goodness, I cannot. Did y'all hear about the? Not to get off topic, but it has been a lot of crazy mess going around with these killings and whatnot did y'all hear about the fedex driver who kidnapped the seven-year-old girl yes and then murdered a her fedex driver yes Darren, you didn't hear about this because no. it was really big they were looking for this little girl seven very beautiful beautiful really really beautiful oh my gosh girl. just precious. precious you can look at the picture and tell she had a precious soul yes the fedex driver snatched her up and he was it was a contract FedEx driver, so he was just doing some seasonal work or something like that. But Snatched he had the uniform up, on. Had the uniform had the on. Uniform was on. in the FedEx truck. The girl was playing in her front yard. 
which they have a big house, so it's kind of like separated. Her, the front of the house where she was playing was like a little bit disconnected, so the parents couldn't see that she was snatched up. I don't know how they found her, though, Dev. Like, what happened? She was, I think they said like two, six miles away from where she lived. Yeah, but it was more. Evil. It was more that came out and said, like he said that he had actually hit her, actually accidentally hit her, and then um, I guess he was afraid of getting in trouble, so he just took her and then Scared. strangled her. <gasps> that don't make no sense. It don't make no sense, right? It does not make any sense. Like, what? But this is yeah. his reason. No, no. Like, no, dude. What? What is going on? All That's right. You gotta always watch out, oh, you know? That's watch why we're playing some Christmas music people. right now for the, for the world. Help the children. So this was in Texas, huh? Yes. Yeah, it was very sad because the family, the community was like really looking for her. Yes. Yeah. So sad. Okay. Um, I know I kind of skipped over um, the new music. Yeah, Deb, let's get to the new music. So we're going to, um, Abso, um, has a new album called Herbert. That is his government name. That's who I know him as. Um, and he has a single out called Gotta Do Better. Oh, Gotta Do Better? I'm sorry. I don't see that one. I see Gangnam them featuring well, that's Fred. another. that's another track from his, his self-titled album. Okay. And it came out, it's coming out December 16th? Hey, Smack. Oh, it's already out. It's already out right now. every single thing that we can sow. Needle and thread in my head. I'm a screen. Devin, where'd you find it? Because I can't see it on Apple Music. Oh, do better single? Yeah, do better. Okay, do better. Alright, this is it. Featuring Zakari. Yep. His last album came out, I think, in 2016. So, he's been due for a new album. The song. It came out last month, actually. His label made SZA. She dropped her album. Said I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta pick up the pieces and master the puzzle upon us. Put the man in the mirror in the eye and be honest. Slow down time, get back in line with my chakras. Reach for the galaxy, leave stardust for thus after me. Enter the void, fill in the cavity. Risk the reward if that's how it has to be. I gotta do better. I gotta oh, yeah, check out, check that one out. Okay, absolutely. He talk, he, I've always Herbert. admired Herbert because, I mean, he actually be talking about stuff. It, it, it's, it's like you really gotta listen to his, his music. music yeah. and he has a story, you know, he was, uh, he was. He grew um, up in Carson, right? Yeah, he grew up in Carson. Delamo. De, yes, Delamo. <laughs> um, yeah, but he his music is is dope. I like him. I like his style. 
All right, so, so check it out. Yeah, Harvard. check it out. All right, so Love this next it. one is called Something I Wouldn't Do, and this is featuring Estelle. This is Mr. Robert Glasper of his Black Radio 3 Supreme Edition. How about uh, something from someone different? This is, uh, you guys heard of Phony People? No. No. Oh, yeah, phony People? Yeah, they're a cool group. I remember seeing them when they were young. These cats were, I remember seeing them when these cats were in, uh, just seniors in high school. What? They actually DJed a party for us back at uh, NYU. We had a 2000s party. Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, we knew their manager. He was an NYU student. At wow. The time. This was called Splashing. It's off of their new album called Euphonious. Euphonious, I guess. Are you guys want, want me to kind of switch it up and give you guys something really different? Yeah, let's do sure. it. All right, yeah. so this is a group called JJ and the Mood. Oh, I want to play. All right, JJ and the Mood. JJ and the Mood. Yeah, they call it JJ and the Mood. <laughs> okay, now why you got the... Oh, uh, why is this? I can't, I hate my voice. apples. How many claps can my little miss do? Infinity, baby. How many shakes can my... How many shakes can my, how many shakes can my booty do? As many as it takes, how many friends can I do? So he's really using a cool style. He's just talking over it. He's not even singing. I want all of you, baby. And that's what I'll tell you. Really strip down song. A new wave feel going there. Totally, I love yeah, it. I like, it. Is, uh, I like the music. JJ and the mood. This one's called How Many Times. Makes you want to get up and dance. Yeah. <laughs> and one more for you guys. Just one more. Just for some of you South Beach Groovers out there in Miami. <laughs> this one's called Open Up Your Heart. Open Up Your Heart. South Beach Recycling. Okay. Obsessive Composer Disco. All right, listen in. <laughs> Gonna drop soon. All right. Something from your heart. 
It's called Open Up Your Heart. Oh, Open Up Your Heart, baby. <laughs> It's gonna drop soon. I should have teed it up a little bit better than this. Oh, this is like a shuffling song. I could even shuffle. Devin, I don't think, do people still call it shuffling? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Devin, I, I think that word is a little like 15 years old. Uh-uh, Darren, don't do that. Don't put my age out there, okay? Uh-uh. <laughs> Right, let me fast forward it. That is new music, y'all. All right. Nice. I'm glad we got we were able to cover a few tracks. Um, but yeah, okay, so we're just gonna wrap things up. And um, you know, we're getting down to the last few weeks of the year. Yes, we are, yes, we are. The last couple of weeks of the year. Um does anybody have any <laughs> New Year's resolutions? Oh, I haven't made mine yet. I think no? I want to do my aqua aerobics more. Chow yes. Benny. I know this is real, like, cliche, but for real, I'm really going to lose. <laughs> I need to lose. I, y'all, this is the biggest I've ever been. I need to lose 30 pounds. Devin, 30 pounds? Trust me. Trust me. I understand. Listen. I need to lose 30 pounds. I you know, know I still, I'm still looking good, but. <laughs> you still look good, girl. I am not got it. comfortable, okay? I understand. Is, the, the rolls is rolling, okay? <laughs> I can't do it. No, I Dad. can't do it, so I, I gotta drop this weight. Okay, that's one of my resolutions. So, go yeah. do it, girl. I, I am. That was I my real. Was was it that my resolution last year? And I think I, it yes, was. I lost forty pounds. Dang, Dang okay. it's, it's 40, forty pounds. I lost forty pounds. Yeah, Daisy. Wow. Okay, all she right. She has yeah. a whole new she wardrobe and everything. I, y'all. I still haven't gotten a new wardrobe. My pants are falling down. Yes, <laughs> they are falling but down. But I told myself before I get pregnant next year, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord in the name of Jesus. I wanted to be at the best with my body and just yeah. feel comfortable. So I was. I told myself I'm gonna lose this weight, and I did it. Playing softball does help. Yes. So if you want to practice some more on a weekday, let's do it. Yes, let's do it. Yes. Oh, y'all, we won our championship game. You guys, um, I don't don't know if we ever told y'all that me and Daisy joined the softball league uh, this year. And uh, this was our second season, and we we won our lower division championship we last won. Sunday. Yes, we did. Yes. That was a good game. That was where my really pictures at. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you have anything you want to um, work on in twenty twenty three? Um, I want to work on just a few things that I have been saying. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, it gets real <laughs> perilous when you begin to tell someone what you want to do and someone's been like, nigga, you told me that. Oh, no. Not <laughs> one time, but multiple times. Oh. 
so one of the things that I'm trying to do in 2023 is finish what? some of the things yes. that Listen I now. have Absolutely. started. Come it's on, nothing you like will. finishing what you started. Uh, because yes. it's, it's just like when you make that batter for that cake, right? Hello. That's a process. Come Hello. on now with now, the message. Now, sometimes the dough has to sit uh-huh. for a while. Uh-huh. Just for a little while. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes the yeast has to form, basically, what yes, I'm trying to say. Yeah, but absolutely. All I'm saying is that I'm finally ready to put some of these things in the oven. Yes, come and on. And I'm going to be ready for what they produce. I you know, heard not, not that, only is it For me, uh, finishing, um, well, not only is it for me finishing my, um, I'm sorry, yeah, somebody just like pulled up outside real quick and I had to look, you know, oh. but, um, Oh, that's not food. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but, but what I w- but just just to wrap up since I got distracted, but I, I want to finish and, and get that the the pass the exam. And I want to finish that room in the, in the back the back room because mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's about time. It could be an time. income generator. Absolutely. Yeah. Bo- both of it them. Will be. Both of them and are income generators, yep. and, and they will be. So that's what I want to do. Come on and claim it. Come on and claim it. All right. Okay, guys. So we're going to wrap it up for the time being. We're going to wait for Devin to get back. She's just picking up something for us. Devin is a little bit preoccupied, but this has been a good one. I would say that the lesson today is about the labels. Uh, You know, I don't know. Now, labels can be helpful. Let's just think about what a label is, right? You think about nutrition facts, you think about the design, mm-hmm. you think about how catchy and how much it draws your attention. There's labels that are black and white, there's ones that are black and blue, and different <laughs> color schemes, right, schemes right. especially you for you. Mm-hmm. You know, So yeah. the thing is, is that you cannot get so enamored about the label that you forget what is inside. Okay, Many times you want the nice label. You want that brand new logo, or maybe you want the brand name. But sometimes something basic will just do the job. Okay. And you can be prideful in that that which is basic, you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think many times people just get so caught up in the label and thinking that they have to act like they're Kellogg's. Yeah. Or they got to act like they're Mm Coca-Cola. When it's like, if you're going to be Shasta, be prideful that you're Shasta. <laughs> you got people that enjoy Shasta. Yeah. And they will buy Shasta over Coca-Cola. But, you know, you Preference. get so enamored over, over trying to become something that you truly are not. Yes. Or you have not explored other varieties of products. Absolutely. You know? Good you word, know? Darren. That's a good word. Good word. Good word. Good word. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. With Darren's... Um, Good word. We're gonna end this one on a good note. Proverbs three, five, and six. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. Come on, y'all. Have a great week. Happy holidays and happy holidays. Selling the top rolls, shot the blindfolds, past the nitro, rock the love, poke it high to get low, kill the Merlot, stabbing your fast boat.